is the good word everybody this is your happy man's today you know we still beaming off this saturday win and this is the dukes of football and we're here again with you so you already know how uh the one was coming uh dipped in amazing blue today for today's show man oh man am i still riding that high um I don't know. I don't, and I mean, and I'm great that this is a, f- a football show because then you can understand. I'm sorry if I'm not looking at it. I'm dicking around with my uh, uh, settings. Uh, I was um, would have normally been a little more prepared and on time with starting the show, but I was talking to my daughter. Uh, she just got out of basketball practice, and she was being interviewed by the Indianapolis Star, which is obviously our uh, local paper here. So um, that was pretty exciting for her. You can hear all the good vibes in her voice. So it had me delayed a little bit. So, uh, but as you can see, I am absolutely still beaming off of the, um, uh, the win by the Wolverines over the most hated rival uh, Buckeyes. And I don't even care that the Pittsburgh Steelers got their ass handed to them on Sunday. Didn't even care. Didn't care one bit because I was still definitely all in at 100% uh, um, sugar rush, whatever you want to call it, high from Saturday's win. So um, it was a pretty good week. You know, I hope you guys this week went well. I hope your Thanksgiving went well. I know we haven't talked since Thanksgiving. I hope your Thanksgiving's went well. I got you see your peoples and all of those good things. Uh, Thanksgiving at the the Thomas Barrett house was um, pretty um, status quo. You know what I'm saying? We normally do our things not so much on uh, Thanksgiving Day because, you know, uh, kids all spread out all over the place and different families doing different things. So we try to do our things a little bit later where we can get a hold of each other. So we did ours on Friday. And uh, the wife and I chilled and watched football all day on Thanksgiving. Um, I actually smoked the meats and made a little special uh, deal. Uh, uh, if you see the one's kitchen, you uh, check that out on TikTok. You see that video. But that's another day. But we're footballing up, so it was a great week for football. Um, great week for the basketball scene as well. But we are here to talk a good old-fashioned football. So um, Thanksgiving weekend is not just a big um, eating holiday here in Indiana. It is actually um, state football uh, weekend. This is the weekend where, you know, you got the last two teams in the classes uh, battling out for uh, bragging rights for the next football season of being um, state champions. So, um 
There's my clicker. Where's my clicker? There it is. So um, it was a pretty fun weekend. I didn't get to watch um, too many of the games. I did peek in on some. They were on uh, the local channel, but I peeked in a little bit. Um, looked like some pretty exciting games. Uh, I think there was a – I think for the most part I got most of them right. I think I picked a couple wrong, but um, pretty cool. Uh, so let's check it out, run through those champions, give them their – their congrats, and then we'll keep it booming. Let's see here. Um, the Class A state champions uh, were Indianapolis Lutheran. They complete their undefeated season at 15-0, and they're winning the state in that class. Uh, the state 2A champion was Aderin, and they finished at 12-3 and uh, for the stew. That's stew. <laughs> the 2A state. Uh, state title. Um, and then we have uh, Gibson Southern for the <clears throat> uh, I'm all on the wrong kind of uh, note here. Let me switch that real quick. It's real easy. Let me do this right here. Bow! Okay. Now we're where we're supposed to be. Just motors in along. Alright, back to the 3-8. So you got uh, Gibson Southern, who have um, moved to 14 and one to finish the season uh, with the state title. Uh, they defeated uh, Brebuff Jesuit, and in a uh, looked like it was a pretty good good thumping. So um, and then so that's what you got for the state 3A championship. Then you move down to uh, we go to the 4A. Uh, that was Mount Vernon and Northridge. Mount Vernon uh, went ahead and completed their season, uh, finishing 14 and 1 with a state title. Way to go. Everybody over Mount Vernon got a couple friends. Uh, we had an ex sponsor, um, uh, a young lady I used to participate on the coaching staff with out there. Uh, good job for the uh, Mount Vernons. I have no idea what they're thing is i have no clue <laughs> so we moved to the 5a uh state champ uh we you know we stayed home with the uh cathedral uh irish uh finishing their season of 14-1 they were they were going against uh who they going zionsville at 95 zionsville uh did you know with a 95 record obviously they had a good run towards the end of the year going into the state uh tournament so they got all the way to the um, – I think they were in the state final against them last year. I could be wrong, but I know Cathedral wins back-to-back. -back. Again, I think this is like their 90th uh, state title. They keep going from 4 to 5 to 6A because uh, they keep turning out championships. They keep putting out NFL players. So uh, congratulations to the Irish. They went back-to-back -back, uh, for the 5A. And then, again, we finished it out with the top class, um, the 6A state champions, uh, Center Grove. Again, another back-to-back -back champion and another undefeated season for Center Grove, 14-0. Uh, uh, they took out Westfield. <clears throat> no, it was Westfield who was in the state game last year, I think. I don't know, but um, good game. Uh, uh, Center Grove is like the new powerhouse here in the state, so they complete their back-to-back their -back run. So let's we'll see if they can keep that trend going. Oh, so there you have it for the high school state champs. 
So let's move right on into um, some NS, some NCAA talk. And this one, you know what? We're not even going to mess around with this. I mean, this is what we're doing. Uh, my bookie NCAA Man Cave Chatter, 50% off your deposit match up to 1000 bucks and a free $10 bet at mybookie.ag. All right. So um, we're not going to do it like we normally do for – um college football talk because really the only thing that is relevant as of moment is that we have our final four and we're going into our uh the last pretty much the last relevant week and deciding who will participate in those um <clears throat> those semi those semi uh whatever the hell it's called before the uh, final game, those final four teams, um, <laughs> the semifinals, that's it. <laughs> so um, well, this is the last relevant week with uh, conference championships. Uh, let's see, but I think there might be something, I guess we have to talk about it. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about uh, the coaching changes that we've had in the last couple of days and how these things have worked, so to speak. <clears throat> um, you know, I, I don't know. You know I mean, I can't knock somebody from going to get that money. The only thing that I'm really looking at is the fact that these kids put their trust in these coaches and they sign with these schools because of these coaches. Now, some of these kids sign with these schools because that's where they want to go to school. You know I mean? I get it. You know what I mean? That's where you always want to go. I just want to go. I'm like, if I'm pretty sure – you know, if my son was able to have that pick of the litter, you know, what I mean, he probably want to go to Michigan. I mean, I can see him doing that. Um, but the end thing is these kids go to these schools for these coaches and they sign these commitments and they have other opportunities that are now taken away because they committed to you and you have not really truly committed to these kids. You know what I mean? Whatever. I can't knock your hustle. Do what you do. But, you know, the uh, the end result is that the kids, the kids are the ones who have to deal with deal with the the, the change. So so to speak, um, I think Oklahoma like that, the decision of Lincoln Ryan leaving, I think half their commits just was like, yep, I'm uh, uncommitted now. You know what I'm saying? I think the same thing is going to happen in Notre Dame. They're going to lose a whole lot of commits. I mean. I'm not really sure how good Brian Kelly is going to be down at LSU, but I know his timetable is not going to be as um, as liberal as he's, as he had here in, um, in South Bend because, you know, down at LSU, they've won national championships within three years of their coaches, and they just won one a couple of years ago with Algeron. You know what I mean? So mm, we'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? he's He's been to the college playoff. He's, he's in all those things, but – uh, the end result is, um, is he ready for the SEC? I mean, he's a good coach. You know, we'll see. Um, I'm interested to see who they replace with um, at Notre Dame. I know the Urban Meyer has already uh, started. No one knows if he's going to quit on his, on those professional men because he's not really able to uh, control them like he does. Um, I don't know if Notre Dame is even willing to deal with that type of – I don't know. I mean, how bad do they want to win? I mean, type of thing. So, uh, there you go with that. Um, 
All right, I don't have anything else for that. So what we'll do, we'll just go over, instead of doing our normal our normal picks, uh, by the way, here is the CFP Final Four. Um, as of right now, you have number one, Georgia, number two, Michigan. Ooh, holla at your boy, number two, Michigan, 11 to one. We're killing it right now. They hate us. But anyway, uh, number three, Alabama. And number four, Cincinnati. Big games this week. We will discuss them uh, coming up right now. So uh, we kind of mixed in our NF- our NCAA talk with our uh, Doc Sports NCAA picks of the week. Brought to you by Doc Sports. Text BW Sports one to two nine zero two two for your free sixty dollars in picks. So we kind of mashed those together because. Um, the only games that we have are the conference championship games. And all these games uh, pretty much matter except for the Pac-12, but it's a power five, so I had to put it in there. Uh, pretty much all these games matter uh, just determining those final uh, four participants. So we'll start off with the Pac-12, um, Oregon, number 10, Oregon at number 17, Utah. You know, these teams just played a few weeks ago, um, Utah thumped them pretty well uh actually i think they hired him to a shutout no points allowed um i didn't see anything in the win over oregon state that would allow me to think that they have figured out uh what utah can do i think utah will um you know go follow the same game plan you know i mean obviously if you didn't put up any points um the game plan was real solid i'm sure there'll be some tweaks in there somewhere but um, Oregon, I wasn't really high on Oregon all year. Uh, my upset pick uh, in that conference was UCLA first, Utah second. So I'm doing okay on that one. And I'm going to stay true to form. And I'm going to take Utah. I'm going to take Utah 35 to 14. I feel they're going to thump them again, but it's going to still be the um, – I think they're going to get a couple points, but I think it's going to still be the same uh, end result. Um, let's see our next game. It will move to the big 12. Uh, this game obviously matters. Um, number nine, Baylor versus number five, Oklahoma. That says Oklahoma, but it should say Oklahoma state here. You know what? I can fix that right now real quick in a hurry. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Ow. Instant gratification. So you got number nine, Baylor going against number five, Oklahoma State. Um, this is actually a game that does matter, as in if somebody in the top five, top four lose, this could determine, you know, who can sneak in if Oklahoma uh, State can go ahead and take out Baylor. Uh, Baylor, to me, is a real good feel-good story for their program. Um, you know, they've had those sanctions and those issues a couple years ago where they were on um, – you know, the naughty list and, you know, they revamped their culture, revamped everything about the program. And here you are on the outside chance, a very, very outside chance of uh, making it, but your thing has turned around. So um, I am going to stick with the culture change and I'm going to go with Baylor, go with Baylor 42 37 uh, for the upset win over whoever the hell they're playing Oklahoma state. So then that takes us to the, the most dreaded ACC, ASEC. 
All right, so their game is number one, Georgia, number three, Alabama. So this game absolutely determines a whole lot of what's going on in the playoff. So um, if Georgia wins, obviously Georgia's in. Alabama has two losses, and then you're flirting with the uh, uh, Alabama going over a two-loss, I mean a one-loss or an undefeated Cincinnati or a um, – uh, one loss Oklahoma State, you know what I mean? A one loss Notre Dame, you know. Um, the bad thing for Notre Dame is Notre Dame does not have another game to play. And I think it's kind of shady that, you know, you got another game to play, boy. You got a bowl game. You got an opportunity to uh, be in the Final Four and you are abandoning those kids and you're going to LSU. I think if that's your choice, that's fine. You should have finished out the season, kept this shit quiet, and finished out the season and gave those kids the opportunity. But now they can't give you or give anybody else full uh, focus. You know what I mean? So, But that's just my rant. But anyway, uh, Georgia looks really tough. Um, Georgia is defense heavy and, and coming around on the offense. I mean, the two-quarterback thing they got going on is a little weird. Um, not mean weird as weird, but, you know, it's a funny dynamic how they just keep flip-flopping, you know, kind of like how Harbaugh does, but not, uh, but on a, a higher level. So um, Georgia's defense is the best defense in, in the country. Alabama's defense is not a uh, saving defense. This offense is electrifying, but this is the best defense, and their offense is better than Alabama's defense. So I am going to go with – Georgia, 35-24, and a convincing win in Atlanta. All right. I'm sorry. That was just something going on there. <laughs> so our next game takes us to the AAC, which is the American Athletic Conference. This is not a Power 5 conference. This is a um, uh, other five or whatever it's, it's called. Um but anyway, um, this game is obviously important because the fact that uh, Cincinnati is in that top four and Houston does have an opportunity and an offense that can put up points that can challenge Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati loses this game. Obviously, obviously they're out. If they if Houston makes this game anywhere competitive, I think that um, it opens up the door for a two-loss um, a two-loss Alabama to uh, jump them or a – well, I don't think uh, – you can't put Notre Dame above them if they, if they lose, if, um, if they don't lose. Even if it's a loss – I mean, a close game, you can't put Notre Dame. I think you put anybody else above them, but you can't put Notre Dame because they went up there and uh, won that game so uh, convincingly. So um, – they have to win this game. And I think they have to make sure they put a good thumping on them just to secure their spot in the um, in the Final Four because they are looking to find a way to make sure they keep Cincinnati out because they don't want that other five to uh, to even throw a wrench in the system at all until they can expand it. So saying that, I'm going Cincinnati 42-20. <laughs> All right, we move down to the ACC. Uh, ACC. 
Uh, number 15, Pittsburgh at number 16, uh, Wake Forest. I haven't watched a whole lot of Pittsburgh at all this year. Seen a couple games at Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest had a little slide here towards the end of the season, but they still managed to put themselves in the uh, conversation uh, or in the game of winning the ACC. Don't have a chance of being uh, in the Final Four, but they do have a chance of getting a good bowl, um, a good, some good bonus monies. So saying that, I am going Wake Forest 32-30. All right, so we end all things with the final game of the night, uh, which is the Big Ten Championship uh, down the street. Uh, you got number two, Michigan Wolverines, with a dominating, um, impressive, uh, bullying, um, I'm tired of your shit, um, you're really not as good as you think you are type of game against the Buckeyes. Um, it looked good from... The very start from the kickoff of the first drive, marched right down the field and scored a touchdown. Didn't want to get too high, but I saw a new little feel. I saw a different look in the team, you know, how that went about. And then you come back again and you get the ball on a short field. You, you got it. And then I would rather you punch that in, but you held well. Um, I don't know. It was a really good game. Um, Ohio State threw their shots. They threw their punches, but we stayed to the game plan. Um, it's going to be hard to beat somebody who gives uh, who gives up five touchdowns um, to one person. So um, it was really excited. I mean, all the peoples was good. The family was good. I was yelling out the cul-de-sac. You know what I'm saying? I was doing all that good, good. But anyway, um, rematch game. Um, Michigan beat Iowa earlier in the season. Um, I was a little healthier now. I was a tough team. I was a proud team. Uh, they would love to get some get back and um, just 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 destroy um, what hopes that Michigan has to stand in that Final Four, uh, being in the two spot. You're not going to jump Georgia. So standing at two spot um, looks pretty good. Um, uh, right now, um, it looks like you'll be playing uh, Alabama. But with that... Uh, them playing Georgia, so I'm pretty sure that uh, most likely you end up playing uh, Cincinnati, uh, maybe even Oklahoma State. Um, so uh, just got to be strong. You can't have any lows. You can't have such a big emotional win, and, oh, my God, that's the season, and you just forget that um, Iowa wants some get back. You know what I'm saying? You can't think that you still have a mission to go. You still – the goal was to win the Big Ten Championship, and here you are in that position – so now you have to go complete that mission and put yourself in a chance to win a national championship. The first since 97, the first outright since 83. So, you know, we was trying to get our stuff together. But um, so you already know where I'm going. I don't even need to give you a score. Just Michigan. That's, that's the end result. Michigan. Whatever it do, when it do, because it do, how it do. So uh, there you have it. Um, those are the picks, and those are the uh, conference championships, uh, conference championship picks. And so, uh, before we dive into our NFL picks, um, da -da 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 -da. yes, before we dive into our NFL picks, I have something for you. There you go. 
right, all righty. Welcome back. Make sure if you're trying to work off that Thanksgiving meal and that upcoming Christmas meal, make sure you check our guys out over at Elite Performance. They'll get you back into that that good old shape. You know that that shape that's not just round. <laughs> check them out. 765-499-1005. Get yourself back into that good shape. All right. Um not even going to dick around with it too much tonight. Uh, let's see. What do we got for NFL talk? Uh, we can go through it real quick. Uh, Packers, top of the NFC. Um, really, they position themselves to be that number one seed. Uh, good win. You know what I mean? Good spacing. Um, rolling well. If you got a running game with Aaron Rodgers, man, it's hard to bet against him. Best against him. You know, right now, the, uh, the Packers are playing the best. Um, if you look at it, they're the – if you look at the power rankings for uh, week 13, they're at number one. You know, I mean, they, they've answered the bell. You know, I mean, they won games. They won the right games. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to bet against them. You know, I mean, health is a big thing. And, you know, and they're starting to get key people back. I know they did lose an offensive lineman. It was clutch. But you got some guys coming back on that offense. So, um, yeah, you know, if you look down at, you know, Cardinals are still pecking. The Bucks are back there, but I mean, I think the Packers have clearly established themselves as the top team in the NFC. Uh, coming out of that, let's see. Um, you know, you have Brady back in Indy this week. Uh, looks like Brady once again has established the fact that you know, no matter what uniform he wears, he owns Indianapolis. I mean, you had such a quality and unquality lead, and you just let him come back and take it. I'm gonna tell you why. And I'm going to tell you, it's the exact same reason that they went on the five-game winning streak because your, your offense coordinator listened to me when I told you to run the ball with John Taylor, uh, an absolute magnificent runner, and he could win you games. You know what I'm saying? He win you games, but you was not running. You, you abandoned, you know what I'm saying, just gave up on it, you know, and then you put the game in Carson Wentz's hands, and it's clearly shown that Carson Wentz cannot do that. And it was funny how they talked about it so bad, and then they put the guy back in the um, – <coughs> put the guy back uh, – uh, what the hell am I talking about? I don't know. Something on the TV I was watching kind of threw me off. But um, <sighs> whatever. I forgot. Don't care. So it's moving on since I can't – oh, Brady. You depended on Carson – to Wentz to um, try to win your games, and he can't do it. He's shown it. He's proven it, and I don't know why we continue to um, do that. You And then when you put the ball in Jonathan Taylor's hands, and you can see how quickly you gave yourself an opportunity to win the game at the end, and you had to put yourself in his place, in his, his spot to win the game, and you knew that he could not do it. So, um, you know, run the ball. Indy, Brady owns Indy. He just continues to do so. Um, Steelers, uh, bad spot, bro. I don't know, really know what to say. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger is my favorite Steeler player of all time, but I think right now it's about time to. Um, I mean, I, we don't have a better option, so you got to play him out to the end of the season and hope for the best. But I think it's time for us to move in a different, a different direction. Yeah, I got to get me an all white Roethlisberger jersey before he gets on the bat here, but that's what. Um, has to be done at this particular moment. We need to move on with the next option. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to be available. Russell Wilson is going to be available. 
Not really sure if there's a whole lot of the draft that you can look at. Um, I like those two options. Um, they got a short-term plan right now. I heard some Phillip Rivers talk, but I'm not really keen on that. So, but bad spot. Let's get on up out of here. Um, looks like we're going to find out who's the best in the AFC when it comes down uh, Monday night. Um, the Patriots. Wow. Wow. That's all I can say. Rookie quarterback. Wow. Um, there's a reason why he's the GOAT. You know what I mean? Tom's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. You got to look at it that way. All right. So moving on. Uh, Doc Sports NFL Picks of the Week brought to you by Doc Sports Picks. Text BW Sports 1 to 29022 for your free $60 in picks. All right. So uh, moving on. Game one, uh, we have the Chargers and the Bengals. He's like, you look at these records, you're like, why would he pick these games? Why? Because they're between two top-tier young quarterbacks. You got Justin Herbert and you got uh, Joe Burrows. Um, Burrow. So if uh, you look at it, it's like, well, which way do you go? Hmm? Uh, Herbert started off well, especially last year, but the Chargers have been slipping a little bit this year. Um, Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow has had these guys playing great football. You know, you just swept my Steelers three in a row. You know, first time you swept, what, 30 years you swept them. And then, um, you know, all that good stuff. So here we go with that. Uh, so I like them. Bengals. I'm going Bengals, 37-21. Uh, game two. Game of the week. Here we go. We talked about it. Patriots eight and four. Bills seven and four. Um, you know when Brady left, everybody was like, "Well, it has to be the Bills who's supposed to take over." Um, you know, you know, rookie quarterback. You know, barely beat out Cam Newton. Uh, now we know why he beat out Cam Newton. Now we know the future of all these things, and um, you see where he's gotten this this very talented. Uh, this very talented young young quarterback. I mean, oh, wow, is this precision passing? I mean, but look, he came into the situation very well. You know, there's really not a whole lot of differences between um, – there's really not a whole lot of differences between what's run in Alabama and what's ran in New England. You know what I mean? It's, they, they're basically the same. You know, two hard-nosed guys are running – precise offense that gets executed by you know some of the best you know minds in the game thinking persons in the game if you look at what he did in alabama and you look at what he's doing in new england it's pretty much the same thing so um the bills are on the slide you know i mean they got dumped by the coach pretty good they haven't looked very well and plus you lost to the steelers so <laughs> so we got one up on them and so I'm going to go with the Patriots and continue this streak moving on and continue their dominance of the AFC East 30-24. So upset game of the week. I am going with the Bears 4-7 over the 9-2 Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals just haven't looked as electrifying, as dynamic as they did early in the year. I know injuries has a lot to do with it. Uh, you know, this Bears team has looked uh, well since – the head coaching role has looked like it's shifted to a, a group of people under Matt Nagy. And he's just, you know, the figurehead 
Justin Fields was starting to come in in the play, and he was a little hurt, banged up. And then the big redhead comes in and does good work. So I see um, Chicago, um, if they don't pull off the upset, they will make this a very competitive one. So um, I like this, I like the Bears in this one. And then we go to my money game. I smell bacon. Ooh, I know they, of course, you smell bacon. You made bacon before the show. <laughs> I'm a funny guy. So um, <clears throat> we go with this one. Is see the Rams uh, favorite thirteen over the Jaguars. The over under is forty eight. I am going to go with the Jaguars 13 plus 13 and the under the Jaguars have been actually playing decent football. The last few weeks got a couple wins, but they have been playing decent football the last couple weeks. Games have been competitive. Trevor Lawrence has started to find his footing as an NFL quarterback and started to feel the game, the speed of the NFL game. <clears throat> Excuse me. Defense is holding up very well. Um, and the, the, the thing is, is that Trevor Lawrence and the offense is not putting the defense in bad situations. He's starting to read defenses pretty well. And they start to, to brush out a lot of or block out a lot of the uh, Urban Meyer negative talk that is that tends to plague him everywhere he goes. So, you know, all the scandals earlier in the year. And then now you're starting to hear, um, you know, the conversations about Notre Dame. You know, is he coming back to college? You know, will he be fired? You know, will he quit? You know, all those type of stuff. So, um, but the end result, Jaguars are playing pretty good. And the Rams are not playing pretty good. So, I am going to go with the spread. And I'm going to take the Jaguars plus and the under. So, there you have it, folks. Um, episode 20. What is it? 28. Episode 28. Um, Dukes of Football. Those are your picks. It's going to be some excellent games this weekend uh, for college. They're in the conference championships. So you're going to determine. So we'll know Sunday, Sunday at 6 o'clock, who those final games are going to be and how we're going to celebrate our new years. Am I going to celebrate with new Michigan gear because it is in the final four? Or obviously, where am I recycled um, for a regular bowl game? Who knows? But there's some good games up. It's going to be pretty exciting. Um, NFL is going to be some really good matchups. Check them out other than our own. And, again, congratulations to all six of our Indiana State football champions and for the Lion and for the One and for the BW Sports One family. We are out. Can't find all the buttons I need.